0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we return to the book of Jeremiah, where Jeremiah concludes his message about Babylon. Babylon had been a destroying mountain, but she would soon be destroyed and never rise again. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Jeremiah chapter 51, on Simply the Bible.
0: Jeremiah had many words to speak against Babylon. God had used Babylon to discipline his people, but she had gone too far. In the future, Nebuchadnezzar's grandson, Belshazzar, would show no fear of the Lord. He would throw a great party and order that the holy vessels from the temple in Jerusalem be brought in. Then they would drink from these vessels, praising the gods of gold and silver, bronze and iron, wood and stone. And on that very night, the Medes and Persians would conquer Babylon, which was thought to be impregnable. Jeremiah prophesied all of this 55 years before it happened, confirming that he was a true prophet of God and that God's prophetic word can always be trusted. We continue today in Jeremiah, chapter 51, verse 25. Behold, I am against you, O destroying mountain, who destroys all the earth, says the Lord. And I will stretch out my hand against you, roll you down from the rocks, and make you a burnt mountain. They shall not take from you a stone for a corner, nor a stone for a foundation, but you shall be desolate forever, says the Lord. Now, mountains in Scripture are symbolic of nations. Babylon had destroyed others, but now she would be destroyed for her pride and cruelty. She had burned cities, but now she would be burned. Babylon would be so ruined that there would be not even a stone left for a foundation to rebuild her. Set up a banner in the land. Blow the trumpet among the nations. Prepare the nations against her. Call the kingdoms together against her. Ararat, Minai, and Ashkenaz. Appoint a general against her. Cause the horses to come up like the bristling locusts. Prepare against her the nations. With the kings of the Medes, its governors, and all its rulers, all the land of his dominion, and the land will tremble and sorrow. For every purpose of the Lord shall be performed against Babylon to make the land of Babylon a desolation without inhabitant. Ararat, Minai, and Ashkenaz were north of Babylon and west of the Caspian Sea. They would join with the Medes in conquering Babylon. Now, when Jeremiah wrote these words, the Medes were insignificant on the world stage. However unlikely it may seem at the time, God's purposes will always prevail. The mighty men of Babylon have ceased fighting. They have remained in their strongholds. Their might has failed. They became like women. They have burned her dwelling places. The bars of her gate are broken. One runner will run to meet another and one messenger to meet another to show the king of Babylon that his city is taken on all sides. The passages are blocked. The reeds they have burned with fire and the men of war are terrified. The mighty men of Babylon were fierce world conquering warriors, but they would become like women in labor. Their hearts would melt when the invading army swarmed their city like locusts. They would hide in their fortified city, but it would not protect them. At the time of this invasion, Belshazzar was co-regent with his father. Belshazzar was in Babylon while his father was in the battlefield. So couriers would bring news to him that Babylon had fallen. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, the daughter of Babylon is like a threshing floor when it is time to thresh her. Yet a little while and the time of her harvest will come. They would stomp on the threshing floor to prepare it to thresh the wheat during the harvest season. The harvest here speaks of God's judgment of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, has devoured me. He has crushed me. He has made me an empty vessel. He has swallowed me up like a monster. He has filled his stomach with my delicacies. He has spit me out. Let the violence done to me and my flesh be upon Babylon. The inhabitants of Zion will say, and my blood be upon the inhabitants of Chaldea, Jerusalem will say. Now, this is spoken from the perspective of the Jewish captives in Babylon. King Nebuchadnezzar had been a monster who had chewed them up and spit them out. So they cried out for God's justice. Therefore, thus says the Lord Behold, I will plead your case and take vengeance for you. I will dry up her sea and make her springs dry. Babylon shall become a heap, a dwelling place for jackals, an astonishment and a hissing, without an inhabitant. Jerusalem had been made desolate by King Nebuchadnezzar, but Jerusalem would be rebuilt. When Babylon was made desolate, It would never be rebuilt. God would take vengeance on the monster that had come against his people. They shall roar together like lions. They shall growl like lions' whelps. In their excitement, I will prepare their feasts. I will make them drunk, that they may rejoice and sleep a perpetual sleep. And not awake, says the Lord, I will bring them down like lambs to the slaughter, like rams with male goats." Belshazzar would roar like a lion in his arrogance. He would prepare his feast and all his people would drink and become drunk. But God would put them into a sleep so that they would be unaware of the enemy invasion. They would be like lambs led to the slaughter. Oh, how Shishak is taken. Oh, how the praise of the whole earth is seized. How Babylon has become desolate among the nations. The sea has come up over Babylon. She is covered with the multitude of its waves. Her cities are a desolation, a dry land, and a wilderness, a land where no one dwells, through which no son of man passes. I will punish Bel in Babylon, and I will bring out of his mouth what he has swallowed, and the nations shall not stream to him any anymore. Yes, the wall of Babylon shall fall. Shishak is a code name for Babylon. The sea would come up over the city and leave nothing left, like the ocean tide washing away a sandcastle. God was not only punishing Babylon, but also proving that her god Bel was worthless. Whatever Bel had swallowed up, he would vomit out and possess nothing in the end. Now Herodotus, the Greek. Historian tells us that the walls of Babylon were 300 feet high and 80 feet thick. They encompassed an area of 200 square miles. It took 200,000 men one year to build them. So when Jeremiah wrote this, it was unthinkable that the Babylon walls could fall. Now, when the Medes conquered Babylon, they did not destroy the physical walls, although it could be said that the walls of protection fell they diverted the Euphrates River and went underneath the walls at night. It wouldn't be until Alexander the Great conquered Babylon that the walls would fall physically. My people, go out of the midst of her and let everyone deliver himself from the fierce anger of the Lord. And lest your heart faint and you fear for the rumor that will be heard in the land, a rumor will come one year and after that, In another year, a rumor will come, and violence in the land, ruler against ruler. This word was for those Jewish captives living in Babylon at the time of the invasion. When they heard the rumors, they were not to be afraid. King Cyrus would open a door to them so that they could return to Jerusalem, and then they were to go out of Babylon. Therefore, behold, the days are coming that I will bring judgment on the carved images of Babylon. Her whole land shall be ashamed and all her slain shall fall in her midst. Then the heavens and the earth and all that is in them shall sing joyously over Babylon, for the plunderers shall come to her from the north, says the Lord. As Babylon has caused the slain of Israel to fall, so at Babylon the slain of all the earth shall fall. You who have escaped the sword, get away. Do not stand still. Remember the Lord afar off and let Jerusalem come to your mind. Now Babylon would reap what she had sown. Jeremiah calls the Jews in Babylon to remember Jerusalem and what King Nebuchadnezzar had done to their temple. We are ashamed because we have heard reproach. Shame has covered our faces, for strangers have come into the sanctuaries of the Lord's house. Therefore, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will bring judgment on her carved images, and throughout all her land. The wounded shall groan. Though Babylon were to mount up to heaven, and though she were to fortify the height of her strength, "'Yet from me plunderers would come to her,' says the Lord. "'The sound of a cry comes from Babylon "'and great destruction from the land of the Chaldeans "'because the Lord is plundering Babylon "'and silencing her loud voice. "'Though her waves roar like great waters,' And the noise of their voice is uttered because the plunderer comes against her, against Babylon, and her mighty men are taken. Every one of their bows is broken, for the Lord is the God of recompense. He will surely repay. And I will make drunk her princes and wise men, her governors, her deputies, and her mighty men, and they shall sleep in perpetual sleep, and not awake, says the king, whose name is the Lord of hosts. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the broad walls of Babylon shall be utterly broken and her high gates shall be burned with fire. The people will labor in vain and the nations because of the fire and they shall be weary. I want to emphasize that all of this seemed impossible when Jeremiah said it, but God will always bring his word to pass. Verse 59, the word which Jeremiah the prophet commanded Sariah, the son of Neriah the son of Maaseiah, when he went with Zedekiah the king of Judah to Babylon in the fourth year of his reign. And Sariah was the quartermaster. So Jeremiah wrote in a book all the evil that would come upon Babylon all these words that are written against Babylon. And Jeremiah said to Sariah, when you arrive in Babylon and see it and read all these words, then you shall say, O Lord, you have spoken against this place to cut it off so that none shall remain in it, neither man nor beast, but it shall be desolate forever. Now it shall be when you have finished reading this book that you shall tie a stone to it and throw it out into the Euphrates. Then you shall say, Thus Babylon shall sink and not rise from the catastrophe that I will bring upon her, and they shall be weary. Thus far are the words of Jeremiah. Sariah was the brother of Beruk, Jeremiah's secretary. Evidently, in 594 to 593 BC, King Zedekiah was called to Babylon, probably along with other vassal kings in the Babylonian Empire. Sariah joined him in this journey. So Jeremiah wrote chapters 50 and 51 concerning Babylon and sent the book with Sariah. He charged him to read it to the captives in Babylon and then to tie a stone to the book and cast it into the Euphrates River. This would be an object lesson that Babylon itself would sink and never rise again. Jeremiah never lived to see all of his prophecies fulfilled, but by faith he believed them from afar and went on to receive his eternal reward. May we also believe all the words of God so that we may inherit all that he has promised.
1: You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will conclude the book of Jeremiah with a review of the fall of Jerusalem, the total number of captives taken to Babylon, and King Jehoiakim being released from prison after 37 years. We hope you'll join us as we continue teaching through God's Word on Simply the Bible.